been fearful of change and resisted change and maybe you knew it was time for a change, but thinking about the change just really shook you up inside. Yes. Let me think of how many times (laughs) I have done that in my life. So many times I can't even count. One of the first things that come to my mind of being scared of change and waiting until it was almost too late was when I got a divorce. So I had two small children Mm -hmm. and I'm the kind of person like, especially in a relationship or a job or something like that, before I change or go a different direction, I have to feel like that I've done everything that I possibly can to try to fix a situation or um, I have to feel like I've given something my all, if that makes sense. And um, when I decided to step out of my relationship, I, I, I had gotten to the point where I knew it was the absolute best thing for myself and my two children. It was a necessity. Yeah, they were very small at the time. And, um, but I was scared to death because I thought, oh my gosh, I'm walking away from my marriage. Mm -hmm. I'm taking, yeah, I'm taking, um, let's see, how old were they? Yeah, I was going to ask, how old were Phoenix and Olivia Um, at that time? They were around two and four, but I don't think they were were quite, yeah, they were just, they were really small. And, um, but I, and I was scared to death. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh my God, my whole life is going to change. And I'm taking these little kids on my own to completely start over. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was terrifying. But on the same hand, I knew in my gut, I knew it was time. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, okay, it's now or never. I've done everything I can do. And for my own sanity, for the health of my children, for everybody involved, I know it's time for a change, but it was terrifying. (laughs) Right. It was very scary. Yeah. And, and had you only known then, like, you know, fear takes over then, had you only known what a, the right decision you were making and a positive change that was, it didn't feel like it at the time, but I know you're my sister. I know everything you've been through. And I know that it was absolutely 100% the very best thing Mm -hmm. for you and your kids. And I know how many opportunities and how things opened up for y'all in a way that it never would have Yeah, had you not made that change. But when you're in those places of, should I make this change? And this is scary. It's so easy to like live in that fear of the what ifs and the unknown. And, you know, that's, that's a really easy thing to do is to give yourself future shock over what may happen and if you might fail and if it's yeah. the wrong decision. But having that gut feeling and that instinct, you can usually always trust that. You know, I think that's probably the number one thing when you get ready for a change or when you feel a change coming on. It's, it's like you said, your gut. It's a gut instinct. Mm-hmm. I mean, I choose to believe that's God and the universe telling mm-hmm. me, stirring something in my soul saying, okay, it's time to move out of this place. Mm-hmm. I have something better for you. Um, but if you can learn to trust that and embrace that, well, to even recognize that. Yes. Because sometimes it's hard to even recognize that, I it think, is. for people. And I think it's important to talk about what about the people that don't have that gut feeling? I mm-hmm. think that gut feeling for the people, those who trust their instincts and their gut, or like you said, that believe that that's God and the universe speaking to them, but you don't always have that gut instinct. So what about the times that you 
are forced into change, you know, like, mm-hmm. I mean, change is inevitable. It, it's just, it, you it know, we grow, we evolve. The, yeah. the, the earth evolves. Everything that is life is about evolving and growing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also about cycles of dying out and mm-hmm. coming back to life, um, you know, AKA good and bad. And we right. need all of that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, sometimes you, you can't trust that gut instinct because it's just not there or maybe it's there but your your fear is taken over like what advice would you give somebody to say even if you don't have that gut instinct how can you move forward and walk into change if that's not there so I think um, if you don't just uh, feel it in your gut and know instinctively um, I think that you should look around mm-hmm. and just kind of take an inventory on your life right. in whatever situation you're in, whether it's a job, relationship, um, whatever the situation is. If if you're considering change of any kind, right. there's obviously something going on inside of you that says, hey, you know, I'm ready for a change or I feel like I need a change. So something is going to spur that on. Even if it's not huge and it doesn't scream out to you, something, if you're already thinking about change, mm-hmm. you know, there's something already going on in, inside of you. Right. Um, but I think you should take inventory and um, whatever change it is that you're thinking about or you feel needs to take place, kind of look around and say, um, is is this change going to make my life better? Is it better for me and the people I love? Mm-hmm. Um, is it going to benefit me? Um, you know, is it hurting anybody around me? And just kind of take an inventory on everything around you and just look at it logical and say, okay. Just what, being objective about yes, it. Right? What are the good things about this? What are mm-hmm. the bad things about it? And just kind of weigh it out. And I think you will kind of um, find your way through it and kind of it, it will become clearer that way. Right. Yeah. And I mean, you could even do that. Say you're not even considering a change. Say someone gets fired from their job or someone leaves them in a relationship. That's not change sometimes that you see coming. But even taking that inventory, like you talked about, even if it's something that you weren't trying to make a change or feeling there was a change, you got blindsided. Change just happened. It just happened. And we all know that that goes on a lot. But taking that inventory instead of saying, oh, God, this happened, saying, was I really happy in that relationship? And if this person was going to walk away from me or fire me, or was I happy at that job? Or did I really struggle? Mm -hmm. And perhaps this is um, an opportunity for me to have a much better job, for me to have a much better relationship. I think even doing that inventory makes sense for those changes we don't see coming because it's a way to identify maybe the positive things that could come from that change. Well, I think something else important to remember when it's a change that just happens and Mm -hmm. it's not anything that you did to bring it on is to try to um, keep some normalcy in your life, the things that you can control and like your routines or things that you have that are just um, what you do, trying to keep them the same. Because in the past, I have, you know, some crazy change would come and hit me, kind of blindside me. And I would just sort of spiral and like, I'd stop my workout routine. I would stop everything and just let it kind of, because it would throw me so off balance. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I've learned now to, um, 
to keep, to try to keep the normal say and to try to, the whatever I can control, to try to keep that the same because it helps you deal with something that's, you know, you can't control everything. So it, try to focus on the things you can control while you figure out how to deal with whatever changes going on in your life that right. you can't, that you cannot control. Right. And we talked about fear earlier and I think it's very important to identify identify your fears like okay what um what am I fearful of and why are these fears there because let's let's face it fear is a chemical reaction in your brain it's just chemicals in your brain so like um did you ever I know we've laughed about this before but you know how we talked about how when you're younger you'll just jump on a roller coaster and that that fear is like, yeah. you know, it might be there, but it's exhilarating. And I think it's important to remember, like, and so now I'm a lot more fear- fearful. It's not because that ride became more dangerous. Yeah. It's just because the chemicals in my brain yeah. changed. And now I'm like, oh, what if I hurt my back? And I don't yeah. really think that sounds that fun. Yeah. And I think that's important to keep in mind because for me, when change happens, fear is the thing that grips me, whether it's something that blindsides me or something I'm considering stepping out by faith to do, it's that fear always that keeps me from doing it. And I think identifying that fear has helped me because I go, okay, this is just the chemicals in my brain causing my nervous system to act a certain way. So let's recognize that. And then let's identify all the reasons I am am fearful because sometimes when we identify our fears, it helps us conquer them. And so I, I try to do that um, because fear is a huge, um, you know, it, it's it's something that happens when when I have to embrace change or yeah. something. Something scares me. Yeah, what I get if? Fearful. What if? Yeah, I mean yeah. the what ifs. Um, you know, on that same line, um, when you identify fear, sometimes mm-hmm. I think it's okay just to go down the trail and say, okay. What is the worst that could happen? Right. Just yeah. look at that fear right in the eyes and say, okay, mm-hmm. you're here. I acknowledge you. But then think about, okay, what is the absolute worst that can happen mm-hmm. in this situation? And a lot of times when you identify that, you realize, oh, it's it's not as bad as what, mm-hmm. what I thought it was. Right. So. And fear is obviously something that does keep us safe. And, and we want to understand that too, that fear keeps us safe. In a lot of situations, if you say, what is the worst that could happen? You might say, oh, well, heck, I don't want to do that. Because that's <laughs> yeah. why we have fear, because it does protect us. But fear is not always helpful. Because think about that roller coaster ride and the fact that if you step on it and you go over that big hill and you experience that, it can be very exhilarating to overcome your fears. Mm-hmm. I love the uh, saying that says something like, um, if it scares you, you should probably do it. Yeah. Because on the other side of that fear can be just exhilaration and inspiration and um you know, something that, that you let, if you let that fear stand in between you and that, you, you'll, you'll never experience it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, something else going kind of back to the changes that you decide to make yourself. Um, I know something that's always helped me in the past is connecting with people around me who understand where I am and the place that I am and the change that I'm trying to make. Um, you know, surrounding my pe- myself with those people and talking to those people 
so that they can help encourage me to go through that change, especially if it's, if it is a change that, um, that is something that, that, that when all is said and done, it's going to improve your life, you know, Mm -hmm. maybe, um, you know, it's a job or a relationship or whatever it is that you're trying to make better. Mm -hmm. So I think, um, having that human connection and friendships and people around you that, kind of help walk you through it and say, hey, you can do this. It's going to be okay. You know, I know it sucks right now, but just think about when you get to that place, you know. Right. People who believe in you, because I think that's that's what we do. We doubt ourselves when we're in those situations. So to have that crowd of cheerleaders who believe in you, even when you may be doubting yourself, mm-hmm. is so important because there's nothing worse than being in a negative crowd when you're already feeling like your confidence is waning and you're feeling like, oh, I don't know if I should do this. Do I have the confidence to do this? Can I step out and do this on my own? There's nothing worse than encountering a negative crowd that's like, oh, no, you shouldn't do that. What about yeah. this? And what about yeah. this? Because then you're like, oh, that's right. That's ex- that, that's what I, I thought. I knew it. I knew <laughs> yeah, it. That's what I thought. <laughs> and that yeah. uh, to have that that crowd of people who believe in you is is very important. But, you know, you and I always talk about the circle that you're in. It's everything. It's everything. Yeah. yeah. It is because also, um, you know, you need the people that on your bad days and when you are fearful and you're scared mm-hmm. and you want to give up and say, oh, maybe this was the wrong decision. Maybe I shouldn't have done this. You know, you need the those strong people that believe in you mm-hmm. to say, no, it's OK. You're just you're having a minute like, mm-hmm. you know, you're having a bad day or you're worried or whatever. Like, let's just go have a glass of wine and like move past it. It's right. going to be fine. You right. know, you well, need those and, people. And you can think about too, the times I think something that helps you believe in yourself and help, you know, you can encourage yourself by thinking about other times that you've embraced change and that there's been a positive outcome. Mm-hmm. I remind myself sometimes about when I'm starting, starting to change things. Um, and I've learned to really embrace change and really enjoy change. I mean, not that I don't still get fearful and I think about the what ifs and what if I fail, but because I've had so many things in my life that when I changed, and I'm talking like big changes that I was so grateful for because you were talking about relationships because I, I wouldn't have my son and, and my husband that I have now had I not stepped out of bad relationships or bad situations. I wouldn't have some of the friends that I have now had I not ventured into new new areas and met new people. And I like to reflect on all the times change has been a good thing because so many times I think we think change is bad, but it's it's not. Again, it's a necessity and it's just what happens in life. So resisting that really does us no favors. We have to evolve and flow with that because we were meant to change. Life was meant to change. And we should always be willing to embrace that and grow with that if it's in a healthy, positive way. Yeah, I agree. Um, You know, when you get to a point to where you feel that you need change or you get to a place and you know that you have to change, um, whether it's something that you do on your own or it's change that's just happening around you. Um, I think it's super important to dig for your courage because you can know that something needs to change and you can know that you need to make a step in a certain direction. Um, but then having the courage to actually do it, mm-hmm. that is not always easy. Mm-hmm. Like you have to, it's kind of that, you know, step and 
believe step step out there and believe that mm-hmm. the stairs are going to be there that's not right. that's not exactly right. right but you know um you, you have to trust when you feel like in your gut that something um is, is supposed to be a certain way you just have to trust trust yourself and have that faith that it's going to work out and and even change that's happening to you that you that you're not you're not making that change yourself it's happening you have to um try to accept that and believe that, okay, this is happening to me for a reason. And I'm going to find myself on the other side of this change a lot better than I was before. And just accepting it altogether. I think um, just accepting this change has happened Mm -hmm. or is happening or is going to happen. What is going to be my reaction to it? Because it's easy to put your head in the sand and be like, no, 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 change, no way, no yeah. way. Yeah. And just to accept that that change is inevitable and it needs to happen, it's going to happen or it's already happened, helps you move forward instead of staying in a place of resisting it. Well, and just, yeah, learning to be flexible and allowing yourself to be flexible. And what's that um, What's that saying, blessed are the flexible because they won't be broken? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it makes you a stronger person when you do learn how to evolve and how to accept change and embrace change um, and be flexible in that because you allow yourself to grow without it breaking you, you know. And and sometimes, you know, even if you are flexible, it still brings on a great deal of stress when you're going through change because everything that you're used to is not you know, exactly that way anymore. And there's a lot of unknown when things change. So just, we were talking about that chemical reaction of fear in your brain. Um, you know, it makes your cortisol levels go up and just breathing and meditating and working out, just whatever works for you. But to really focus on things that offset those stress levels and help you oh, come back down. Cause we tend to take short choppy breaths. And like you said, you, you might not go work out or have your normal routine because you feel shook up and things don't feel the same, but focusing on those things, whatever that might be, whether it's prayer or meditation, you know, just breathing, having a hot cup of tea or, mm-hmm. you know, just enjoying something that relaxes you. Um, those kinds of things are very important, uh, to, to, continue to do those things to bring your stress levels down because even if you're moving forward and you're embracing it there's still a great deal of stress that comes along with with change and to manage that stress is super important yeah and there are you know just little simple things for instance myself a lot of times I will just feel my body when I'm stressed Mm -hmm. or um I, you know, I'm, I'm dealing with something, my whole body will be tense right? and my shoulders, my neck, everything, I'll, I'll be so tense. And just to take a minute and just physically and mentally relax for just a minute and let the stress go. Meditate. You know, people talk about meditation all the time. I love meditation, but meditation doesn't have to be a 30 minute ordeal where, you know, you, you sit down and go through all the steps. Meditation can be 30 seconds to a minute of just, of just, just shutting off your mind and just focusing on shutting out the noises in your mind and focusing on one thing, one answer you're trying to find, or just one um, thing that makes you happy. Just, you know, something small. It doesn't Mm -hmm. have to be a huge thing. Well, and also you can do types of meditation where if your mind is going crazy 
and you're not able to shut it out, you can just do the free-flowing meditation where you're telling your mind, it's okay, I'm just going to let you wander and and do what you need to do while I breathe and try to relax. And then I'm going to try to pull it back in Mm -hmm. and focus on something that, that brings me positive energy or that relaxes me. Because I think sometimes we try to control, we're, we're so concentrated on controlling our mind and controlling situations that sometimes we can also just be easier on ourselves and say, it's okay. It's okay that I'm feeling stressed. It's okay that my mind is wandering right now. Let me just breathe and then slowly try to pull things back in to a place that's manageable. And, uh, you know, I have to do that a lot of times when I meditate because I can't get my mind to mm-hmm. do what I want it to do. So yeah. just giving it permission to, okay, just go where you need to go. And I'm just going to breathe until I feel like I can rein things back in. That's very helpful because people who don't meditate, I think sometimes that have that idea. Well, I would love to, but I can't control my mind and I can't rein everything in enough to be able to meditate mm-hmm. like that. Um, but yeah, because I mean, our minds are very noisy place and that's Mm -hmm. because the world around us is such a noisy place. If you factor in all of the people around us talking to us all day, um, social media, the news, um, just people in our overstimulation. Yeah. I mean, there's so much noise going on Mm -hmm. and, um, to be able to quiet your mind and focus on inwardly is, you know, a huge thing. And also something I found, um, I think the more you practice those things like meditation and prayer and whatever it is that works for you to help you kind of calm your mind, the more you practice that, the easier it gets. It's almost like right. if you're working out physically. It's like you know, a skill that yeah, you, yeah, that you well, sharpen. I mean, mm-hmm. Yeah, when you first lift a weight, if you haven't been working out for mm-hmm. a long time, you know, you might only be able to lift five pounds mm-hmm. or whatever. But if you stick with it and practice it over and over, your muscles are going to get, get stronger. Better. And it's the same thing with your mind. You you learn how to, to easily or more easily, you know, make it more quiet and kind of close out the... Mm-hmm. noise of the world around you. Well, and that's funny because um, Jay Shetty, I was listening to him tell a story about how um, when he was a monk, he was saying he was on a train ride somewhere and he he kept getting off of the train to meditate and his mentor or whatever asked him, what are you doing? And he said, well, it's too noisy on the train. I have to get off and he said something to the effect of, how are you ever going to like be able to meditate? That's life. That's, it's noise. It's, it's all of these yeah. things. And I love that story because I'm like, yeah, that's the whole point of it is, you know, yes, we let our mind ramble for a minute, but to be able to shut out, you know, all of the noise and just focus and breathe. I mean, that's, that's really important because that's life. It's a noisy place and we're bombarded yeah. and overstimulated every second. And well, so, and not even to mention our own thoughts. Mm-hmm. I mean, our own thoughts. I mean, my thoughts will drive me crazy <laughs> sometimes. It's not mm-hmm. even everybody else around me. It's my mm-hmm. own thoughts. So just being able to shut my own brain off for a second and mm-hmm. say, okay, let me just breathe for a minute and calm down. Right. Well, we were talking about something else too before we started recording today. You were talking about visualization. Oh, yeah. And how you think it's so important to visualize yourself in a place. Yeah, because um, especially if it's a change that you are making yourself, whether you're stepping out and, you know, you're an entrepreneur and you're trying to build a new business or you're stepping out of an old relationship and you're going out into the single world, um, whatever it is that you're that you're working towards or you're trying to change, 
I think it's so important to to visualize yourself as that person already and and to start acting as that person and um you know just stepping allowing yourself to step into that place mm-hmm. um you know it it's even such if an you don't fully thing. feel there on yes. the inside maybe outwardly you know mm-hmm. trying to start mimicking some of the ways that you would um you would do like you were talking about a um person who was in finance, I think, who was becoming a banker or something you read maybe, but he dressed like a banker every day. He acted like a banker. He interacted with the bankers until he became Yeah, he was he, just he a teller. That oh, that's yeah, right. He, that's was, right. he was just a teller, um, and just a young a young teller. Mm-hmm. But he dressed in a suit and tie mm-hmm. and he dressed like the big guys in the bank. Right. And he and he acted that he way. And he that, portrayed right. himself as that way. And that's mm-hmm. how he acted. Mm-hmm. Well as time went on, it wasn't very long till he got a promotion. And before it was all said and done, he was one of the big guys in the back because he believed that's how he was and he, he acted accordingly. Right. You know, and that's, I mean, your mind is, your mind is a powerful thing and um, focusing your thoughts and energy and believing that you're that person, that you're going to be that person mm-hmm. does, does a lot. Right. It's really super powerful. Mm-hmm. Well, and uh, going along with that, just educating yourself. Um, no doubt this kid had educated himself on how a banker acts and what they do and, mm-hmm. and you know, how they um, portray themselves and educating yourself on whatever you're stepping into, whether you said like it's being single or being a single parent, um, a, a new job, a new career, um, you're an entrepreneur, perhaps you're starting a business, really educating yourself on that subject while you're easing into it is important too, because, you know, education is so powerful and it can ease a lot of the stresses because you, you know what to expect to some degree. There's always the unknown, but if you're educating yourself regularly on that, it takes away a lot of the, uh, the stresses and anxiety of, of stepping into something new because it begins to not feel new anymore. Yeah. It begins to feel familiar in something that you know and understand. Well, it also builds your self-confidence. Mm-hmm. If you educate yourself on a certain situation or um, whatever it is that you're, that you're stepping out into, um, the, the smarter you feel about it and the more knowledge and wisdom you gain on the situation, that builds your confidence. So you're not as scared. Right. You believe in yourself yeah. and you believe in the process of it. Yes. I mean, and that's really what it boils down to anyway, is mm-hmm. believing in yourself and trusting that you're making the right decision right. and knowing that the change that is happening or that, that you are making happen is something for your good and you're going to make it and you're going to be awesome at it. Yes. And I mean, to recap, we've, we've, we've talked about a lot of stuff, but to recap, some of the key points I want to go back to is that negative environment. I think that's huge because when I've gone through times of change, having positive people around me who encourage me, who believe in me has been everything because it's easy for you to lose faith in yourself and not feel as confident Mm -hmm. when you're thrust into situations of change. So I think that's an important thing to go back to. And one of the, the, points that I want to go back to is always be aware of your environment. Yes. Um, I'm trying to think of the story. There's a story of like, I can't remember if it's frogs or 
something like there are oh i wish i could remember like a whole bunch of them in like a container uh-huh. and like one is trying to get out and it's trying to get out of the top there's a little hole at the top and they're trying to crawl crawl out uh-huh. and the rest of them crawl up and keep pulling it back down again pulling it back down again yeah. and that's i just did a terrible <laughs> terrible i told that story terribly story i'm going to have to look it up now <laughs> but it's um you know a negative environment a lot of times people don't want you to change. They want you to stay where they are. Right. They feel threatened if you, if you. If or they're you, scared for you. No, don't get, don't, yeah. don't climb out of there they because yeah. who knows what's on the outside. Yeah. Right. So, um, yeah, the negative environment is, can really bring you down. So I think you really have to be um, aware of that. You have to mm-hmm. be aware of that. And that goes back to the people that you surround yourself Again, They're I going to have a important. huge influence yes. on you, not just in change and all of that. Being in a negative environment or have people who who low key cut you down and or don't believe in you that's that is that's so important in yeah. in every situation in life. We talk about that a lot, but yeah, that's one of the points I want to go back to because in times of change, having those people who believe in you when you don't believe in yourself. Is everything. It is. It is. And find those people. If it's something that you are, if you're changing jobs or you're starting a business, find people who have started a business. Right. You know, if if you're going through a divorce, find people who have gone through a divorce. Talk Mm -hmm. to them and say, hey, how did you do it? How Mm -hmm. did you get through this? Reach out to those people and... That's not always an easy thing to do, but it's worth it. Well, and we always like to say it's not always about having all the right answers. It's about asking the right questions. And I think a lot of times we can be hard on ourselves. Like, I don't have the answers. What do I do? But it's not always about that. It's about just asking the right questions and getting the right answers. So I so I like that. Yeah, find someone who can give you, who's been there before you. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's not reinvent the wheel. There's plenty of people right. who've stepped out before you. That if they're willing to mentor you a bit and and help you, um, that can be very powerful because it can build your confidence and and help you through it and give you the how tos. Well, I think um, going back to the being flexible too, I think that's huge because you can get so locked into the way you think things are supposed to be that you don't allow yourself to be flexible enough to realize, hey, there might be a little bit of a better way for me to do this. Or maybe, you know, maybe there's something that the world is trying to teach me here. So just yeah. learning to be oh, flexible. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, you can be so rigid. I just, I wrote a blog post yesterday and I was likening it to driving down the road and being so sure just because you've set your GPS and zoned out that that's the destination for you. And we convince ourselves a lot of times that because we've, um, we've made a plan a certain way and we've put ourselves in this box that that is right for us. Never having stepped out of the box for lack of a better term, but like never thinking outside that and thinking, wait a minute, is this the right way? Because it's actually, I've really had a really hard time with this journey and not a lot has worked out for me while I've been trying to get to this destination. So is that, you know, is somebody trying to tell me something here mm-hmm. and being open-minded, aka flexible enough to sit back, adjust your course and say, hey, you know what? That destination might not be yeah. the the right place for me. And just to, you know, readjust your course and being open-minded and flexible enough to say, hey, 
Yeah. Maybe maybe what I've convinced myself of is not reality. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, and I think for me, one of the most important things is trusting your gut and your intuition and trusting that if it's a change you are making yourself, trusting that it's what you're supposed to be doing or you would not feel the the need for change to Mm -hmm. begin with. Mm -hmm. If it is a change that is happening that you did not make happen, something that is happening to you, trusting that there is a reason reason that happened to you. You have to trust and believe that things are going to be better on the other side. And the change is because something better is out there for you. The last one I'm going to go back to, I said we're going to hit a few and now I feel like I'm hitting them all again. (laughs) But the last thing, just because this is so near and dear to me, is conquering the fear, identifying the fear, conquering it, and realizing that fear is not always a good thing. We can turn fear into something that's exhilarating by conquering it because just on the other side of fear, everything that you've ever wanted could be sitting there and... I've faced this so many times in my life. I've had times when I didn't overcome my fear and I've regretted it. And I thought, I bet that would have been really exhilarating or really great. And then I've had times that I did climb over that wall that fear had, you know, put me behind where I couldn't see the horizon. And I just thought, you know, what if I just drop off the other side? Conquering that was the best thing that I could have ever done and gave me the most confidence and opened up doors for me that if I had sit behind that wall, I would have never known we're there. So yeah, accept the challenge, bring Mm -hmm. it on, bring on the fear, accept the challenge because you can, you can rise above it. And like you said, I love that. Use your fear, use the fear as a tool, use it as the wind in your sails to make you, to make you Mm -hmm. sail farther than you ever have. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, Awesome. That roller coaster ride. Yeah. I mean, I'm scared of roller coasters now, but (laughs) do I, I I know that if I went and got on one, I no doubt I would feel that adrenaline and I would be like, right. That was just as fun as it was when I was, you know, 23. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's, that's the last point I'm going to make, but I think that's an important one because it's conquering your fear. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, I think anytime you can take, um, a negative feeling or a negative emotion, or anything um, that kind of scares you and you can find a way to use that as a tool to help boost you or to help encourage you. I mean, that's just such an awesome, an awesome it thing. It makes you feel so good about yourself. You feel proud of yourself. Like, yeah. you know what? I can I do just, anything. I was, I was super scared of that 10 minutes ago and I yeah. did it and yeah. now look. Or I was really scared of that two years ago and look at me now. Yeah. And so I think that's a great way to to believe in yourself and to boost your courage is by whether it's big or small yeah conquering those little yeah. fears or those big fears and being able to reflect on that and say wow I did that yeah that's awesome so guys for more information about this um we have there's a link in the show notes and um there's going to be just kind of a breakdown of what we talked about today and some pointers um kind of a list of the things that we talked about today. Um, those are in the show notes. Giving you just some tips to help you, uh, you know, overcome your fear, embrace change, um, get through that. Because I know that's a huge, that's a huge thing that we, that we all face in life is, is change. It's inevitable. And 
we um, have to figure out the best ways to navigate that. Um, Again, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. If you like it, share it with your friends. We'd love to see when y'all share it. Yeah, and if you guys want to reach out to us, please do reach out to us. Uh, Send us a message. Our website is christyandbeth.com. We also have a Facebook group called Life Authentic with Christy and Beth. And if you want to be a part of, sorry, Christy, if you want to be a part of that Facebook group, um, just, you just have to request and and we accept you into the group. And in the group, we were talking about the show notes uh, links in the group. We actually share some of this with our audience in the group, some of these tips. So it'll be a way for you to get, you know, some little tips and some uh, maybe helpful information uh, within that group that we don't release necessarily out to the public until after we've aired the podcast. Yeah. And it's a great place too, just to talk about things. And if you want to reach out to us, um, you know, and ask us any questions because we've been through a lot of things too, and embraced a lot of change in our life. And, um, and we'd love to hear from you anyway, and hear, um, hear about how you've embraced change or change that you're going through. And, uh, it's just a great place to connect. So look us up on there. Thanks for hanging out with us, y'all.